0: Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College as well as Ohio Christian University, and his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer.
1: Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm excited about this podcast. Um, We have seen so much take place uh, here in the last week in the United States. So many things happen, and I don't even want to go even into any of the election stuff today. Um, I don't want to deal with any of that. I want to deal with um, a question that a lot of people have been having right now, uh, because a lot of people have been... uh, saying that they're hearing from God on situations that pertain to the election. A lot of people have been uh, questioning what's truth, what's not, what's out there. Um, There are so many conspiracy theories floating around. So what I want to do is I want to uh, just come to you today with a very um, simple concept, but it takes a lot of unwrapping. Um, And the concept is hearing the voice of God. How do I hear? voice of God? How do I know that I've heard from the Lord? How do I know that the other voices that are speaking into my life are from the Lord? Um, How do I know what God's doing? How do I know uh, what he's not doing? So this podcast is going to be letting you know how to know that you're hearing the voice of God. How do I know that I'm hearing from him? Um, and that voice of God comes to you in different ways. He speaks to your spirit. Absolutely. Uh, some people have heard an audible voice of God through the years. And uh, even in the Bible, people have heard the audible voice of God. I very, very seldom hear someone say that they heard the audible voice of God, God speaking so that their their natural ears can hear it. What uh, most people uh, speak of when they say the voice of God, they've heard the voice of God is a quickening in their spirit. Um, they hear the words in their spirit basically with their spiritual ears. So your spiritual ears have to be open first of all. Um, and then also you have to know what is God's voice compared to the other voices in your life, because there are other voices that come into your life every single day, your family, your friends, the news media, uh, your coworkers, All sorts of voices are coming into our life every day, and we've got to know what is the voice of God. We've got to be able to distinguish it from the other voices. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. They know my voice. Another they will not follow. So we're not going to go after anyone else's voice, but in order to do that, you've got to know the voice of God. You've got to know when he's speaking. You've got to know when he's not speaking, when another voice is trying to tell you something that is not from God. So I want to come to you today uh, and I'm going to give you a series of scriptures, a series of scriptures, um, not on exactly how to hear the voice of God, but these scriptures are going to tell you what the voice of God does not say and what the voice of God does not do. And I feel that that's important because a lot of people um, will attribute things that God did not say to God. Um, So they'll for instance they'll say um god told me that this terrible thing is going to happen to you um and it it's they they offer no hope they offer no joy they offer no peace they just tell you that something bad's going to happen that god told them that well according to the word of god god does not uh, God does not wish us harm and God does not speak harm and destruction over our lives. So you've got to understand that if somebody comes to you with something like that, or you hear that in your own spirit, that something terrible is going to happen. You've got to understand that that voice is not from God. Um, whether it's a person speaking, whether it's in your own spirit, uh, your own thoughts, whatever it is. So, um, Basically, one of the best ways to know what God is saying is to know what he would not say. So we're going to go down through some scriptures today, and I hope this has helped you. I hope it'll bless you, and um, I'm going to just jump right into them. So 1 Corinthians 14.33 tells us this, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, and as in all the churches of the saints. God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. That's 1 Corinthians 14.33. So if you've got a voice in your life that is bringing you confusion, if you've got a voice in your life that is uh, speaking uh, negativity, it's, it's, it's bringing confusion in your life. You're not sure what to do when that voice is speaking. That is not from God. God gives clear direction. God is the author and and he is the, he is the start. He is the end. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. So he has the pen for your life. He has the writing utensil for your life and he is not going to send you into a web of confusion. Now, A lot of the time we get confused because uh, we want to do some different things that maybe God doesn't want us to do, and we want to pursue those paths for our life, but God is pulling us in another direction, and God is not the author of confusion. So when we follow the voice of God, we will not be walking in confusion. We'll be walking in peace, and sometimes it means that our flesh has to be crucified in order to uh, walk after God's voice because we don't always want to do what he's telling us to do, but he doesn't speak confusion into your life. All this stuff that's going on right now, um, out in the world with the news. And I've gotten video after video, after video of different theories of what's taking place. And I, I pay attention. I watch them. I listen, but I'm not going to be confused about what God is doing. I'm not going to be confused about what he's saying over my life. I'm not going to be confused about it because I know what he's spoken. And so these things that are coming at me that are contrary to what God has said, I cast those aside. I don't listen. I don't pay attention. I don't give ear to them. Because if you sit and you listen to those things, when you know that God has already spoken one thing, then your mind is going to start doubting, and that's when confusion sets in. So you've got to shut out the voices that that cause confusion in your life. Um, Numbers 23.19 says this, God is not man that he should lie, or son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? So God is not man, number one, and he will not lie, number two. He will not lie. So if the voice that is coming in your ear or in your spirit is telling you lies, that is not of God. That voice is not of God. So you need to shut that one out. Shut that voice out. That voice is not telling you what God would tell you if you're hearing lies. If you're hearing lies, you you know that God is not in it god is not in it he's also not the son of man that he should change his mind now this is a huge one because a lot of people are saying well in my life uh i felt like god was saying this and this is what the word of god says but this happened and it's not what god said would happen this is not uh what we're seeing play out is not what god said would happen this verse right here tells us that god does not change his mind God does not change his mind. So if he spoke it, he's going to bring it to pass. But that doesn't mean that it's going to happen in the way that you thought it should happen. That doesn't mean that it's going to happen in the way that you had it planned out or, or how you would logically do it. God, his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And he doesn't change his mind. So whatever he said is going to happen will happen, but it may not happen on your timetable. It may not happen in the steps that you thought it was going to happen. So know that God doesn't change his mind. Um, Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? So whatever he's spoken, he's going to do. Whatever he has proclaimed will be what takes place. So you've got to trust him. You've got to know that. You've got to not give up on the promises of God, especially in times like this, when you believe that God spoke something, but you didn't see uh, it take place the way you thought it would, or in the time frame that you thought it would. He will fulfill every single thing that he has spoken. So you've got to trust him. Just trust him. Another one that plays into that, Malachi 3, 6, for I am the Lord, I change not. I am the Lord, I change not. God does not change. He has not changed his mind. He has not changed his mind about you. A lot of people think that they sin or they do something terrible or or they've just had a, a, a long history of not uh, spending time with the Lord or whatever. God didn't change his mind about you in that time. God does not change. He remains the same. It is us who have changed. And so With that in mind, you can get back to where you originally were. You can get back um, in your spiritual walk. You can get back to what you were supposed to be doing. It may take time. It may take effort. But God didn't change his mind about you because you messed up somewhere along the line. It is us who move. It is not God who moves. God stays the same. God does not change. And with that said, God's word does not change. He spoke it and it it can't it can't be altered it can't be changed god didn't change his mind god didn't say something was a sin and then change his mind on it god did not change his mind over the last 2000 years since the last pages of the the bible were written god didn't change anything he's still god he's still uh he's still proclaiming he's still whatever he said in his word that is what stands so you don't Uh, get to pick and choose out of God's word what you think is sin and what you don't think is sin, or say that God has progressed beyond that point to where that's not a sin anymore. No, if God said it was sin clear back then, it's still a sin. He changes not. He changes not. So know that, that God is not going to confuse you, number one. God is not going to lie to you, number two. God is not going to change his position on you or his word. And number four, 2 Timothy 1.7, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If whatever voices you're hearing are telling you that God uh, has abandoned you, uh, that God is not with you, that God does not love you, that any of that, if you if you're, the voices you're hearing are saying God's done with you, those voices are not from God, because God doesn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. If the voices you're hearing, and I'm not talking about schizophrenic voices, I'm talking about the voices your the voice you hear in your spirit, or the voices that are speaking to you through the news media, through friends, family, uh, coworkers anyone you're connected to, the voices that are speaking into your life, if those voices are causing fear, they are not from God. I understand we have a godly reverence. We have a godly fear of the Lord. That is, that is not the same fear that that we're talking about here. This fear is the crippling anxiety, the the fear that makes you afraid to do anything, the fear that makes you afraid to step out in faith, the fear that makes you afraid to get up out of your bed and go to work, the fear that makes you afraid of tomorrow. Listen, the voices, there are a lot of voices, and this can, This can't. this cuts out a lot of voices right now. This verse right here, For God has not given us the spirit of fear. If the voices in your life are causing you to fear, Cut them out. If the voices in your life are causing you to fear, they are not from God. The voices that are speaking negativity and speaking doom and gloom and speaking that everything's going to go bad, everything's going to go south, those voices, they are not from God. God is not going to speak fear over your life. God is not going to make you fear anything. He says, don't worry about tomorrow. He says, don't be anxious for anything. He says, fear not. So you can't let voices in your life that are going to cause you to fear. That is that's a huge one for people right now because so many people are afraid. So many people are worried about what's happening from day to day. And God is not speaking fear. God is not speaking fear over your life. So know that He's speak He's given you power. He's given you love. He's given you a sound mind. And sometimes all that we have to do is cut some things out, cut out some voices, turn off the news, stop reading the newspaper, don't scroll your news feed on your social media. If you're if you're fearful, don't do any of that. Don't read the stories that are out there. Read your Bible, get into God's Word, and trust Him because He will give you power and love and a sound mind. All right, another verse, uh, John three seventeen. So we dealt with confusion we dealt with lies we dealt with God does not change so he's not going to change his position where he stands on sin, on you Uh, God's not going to cast you aside for anything you've done so confusion lies God does not change God does not give you the spirit of fear another thing that God will not do when he speaks to you John 3, 17, and then I'm going to go to Romans 8, 1. For God has not send his, sent his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And then Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. If the voices you are hearing are condemning you, it is not God. God does not condemn. The Holy Spirit of God convicts of sin. The Holy Spirit of God lets you know where you're wrong, but the Holy Spirit also draws you to repentance and lets you know that there's hope. There is, there's joy to be had if you repent. There is, that's a completely different concept. Condemnation makes you feel like you are are never going to make it out. Of whatever you're dealing with. Condemnation makes you feel like God is done with you. He, he won't forgive you. He won't, he won't let you into heaven. Condemnation will make you feel like you are hopeless. And that is not from God. So if there's a voice in your life that is condemning you all the time, if, if the voice inside is condemning you, know, know this, that God does not do that. God speaks life God speaks blessing. God speaks hope. God speaks restoration. God speaks that you're going to make it, and he has a calling for you. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope, plans to give you a future. These uh, voices that are condemning you are not from God. God does not change. Go back to that point and know that the, the voices that condemn you are not of God. Okay, Deuteronomy 31, 6. Be strong and be courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. And this kind of goes in hand in hand with some of these other ones. Listen, God does not leave you. God will not leave you. He has said it in his word. So if the voice of Uh, The voices that you're hearing, uh, and a lot of these voices go hand in hand. A lot of these things, when you hear something that makes you fearful, it makes you feel like God's done with you. It makes you feel like God has left you. Uh, If you hear condemnation, it makes you feel the same way. Uh, Listen, there are a lot of people who are saying, well, God's done with the United States of America. That's it. Judgment's going to fall, and that's, that's all. I don't understand where in the word of God, God ever says about his children that he is going to cause judgment and wrath to fall upon them. Tell me the scripture. Tell me the verse where God is going to punish his children. The Bible clearly tells us that God has not appointed his children unto wrath. The Bible clearly tells us that God is going to be with his children. The Bible clearly tells us that God is going to bless his children. And as long as there are children of God in the land, as long as there are children of God here in the United States of America who are, who are true believers, who are crying out to God, who are asking him to uh, to draw our nation to him, to revive our nation, that, that are repenting for sins. All of those things, as long as there are people here doing that, God's not going to wipe the nation off the map. Are you kidding me? That's not even in the character of God. God's not going to wipe his children out. So we need to understand that, that whatever voices are speaking those things, because I've heard a lot of it. I've heard a lot of it over the last couple of weeks. God is just washing his hands of the United States of America and the hammer's about to fall. Where in the Bible does it say that? Where where does it say God is going to uh, punish his kids who live here? Now, there may be some sort of judgment that falls. There may be something that comes on the United States of America. But I know this, that when the plagues hit Egypt, God's people were spared and God's people were protected from the plagues. They had to follow certain directions, absolutely. They had to be obedient, absolutely. But God protects his kids. God always protects his kids. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. So we've got to get that into our minds, that this is not some sort of uh, end of the story for God's children here in the United States of America. The best days for God's church, for the best days for the body of Christ are out ahead of us. So know that. That God's never going to leave you. God's never going to forsake you. That the voices that are causing this fear and this feeling of condemnation and the lies that are coming, they're not from God. Get in the word of God. Turn off the news. Turn off the social media. Uh, Even the people who say that they're hearing from God, I don't even believe that all of them are hearing from God, okay? There are a lot of people who are putting things out there that are not of God, there are a lot of people who are putting things out there that are not from him. So you got to know what's God's voice, what's what's not God's voice. And the final one I want to bring to you today is Job 37, 23. As for the Almighty, we cannot find him. He is excellent in power, in judgment, and in abundant justice. He does not oppress. This is a big one. The voice of God does not oppress. Do you know how many times I've had somebody come to me... And say God told me this or that, and the the what they speak then is something so negative and so oppressive, and it just it it makes you feel darkness almost. It makes you feel sad. It makes you feel uh, so upset. God's voice is not going to come to you and leave you without hope. God's voice is not going to come to you and leave you in a state of despair and depression. God always gives hope. He always tells you about your future, that it's a good future. God always tells you that there's restoration. So if these voices are coming to you and they're oppressing you, if the voice inside of you is oppressing you, it is not from God. Don't listen to these voices that are oppressing you, that are beating you down, that are making you feel worthless, that are making you feel like you're not doing enough, that are making you feel like uh, you you just have no place in the kingdom. These voices that are making you feel all this negativity and darkness. Listen, we know that God speaks warning different times and God uh, in his righteous judgment, we'll have to warn his children if they don't get back on the right track, then then something's going to happen. But God always offers hope when he does that. So we've got to begin to understand what's God's voice, what's not God's voice. and we've got to begin to sift through uh, the voices that are speaking into our lives and we've got to stop inviting certain ones in. So that we can better hear the voice of God. So that we can better know what God is saying and what God is doing. I can tell you right now, God is not speaking uh, destruction over you, over your family, over the United States of America. God's not speaking that. God God always gives an opportunity to repent. God always gives a space of time uh, to ask for forgiveness. God always Always is with his kids. He loves us, and so if you need to go back and listen to these uh, different verses, different scriptures, and write them down, and then when voices come into your life, when you hear the news, when you hear somebody talking to you, when you hear your the inner voice inside of you that that is speaking uh, things, then go down through this checklist of verses and say, is this lining up with what God has already said, because all these verses are what God has spoken. He has told us what he will not do. He has told us what he will not say. And all these verses will help us if we, it's kind of the litmus test. It's the plumb line. Put these verses in your Bible. Put these verses on your wall or in your refrigerator and read these verses. And whenever a thought comes to your mind, whenever a feeling comes into your heart, Whenever you hear somebody say something, go to these verses and say, okay, I can use these verses to know whether this is God or not. I can use these verses to know whether God's actually speaking or whether it's some person or whether it's my own thoughts or whether it's the enemy. If it doesn't line up with God's word, it is not God speaking. If it doesn't line up with what God has already said, it's not God talking. So use these verses. I use them in my life. Listen, there are times when somebody will say something to me and it will it will just cause me to get anxious, it will cause me to get fearful. They'll they'll just say something and I just get this dark feeling from it. And then I I go to the, and they'll even say God told them. God told me. I feel the Lord on this. I feel the Holy Spirit on this. If it does not line up with this, it's not from God. It's not from God. So go back to these verses. Use these verses because there are a lot of people deceived right now into thinking that God's saying stuff that he's not. Use these verses in your life to help you along. And I believe that they're going to be a, a tool for you to use. So, grab hold of them. Test what the what the voices are saying in your life against these verses. And there are more. I I couldn't even exhaust all the verses that God has spoken over you and over your family and over your life. I couldn't even exhaust them if I went down through the entire Bible and looked looked at the promises of God that He's spoken over our lives. And looked at what he's already said about us. I couldn't make, make enough podcasts to tell you all of them. Because he has spoken so much goodness over his children. His blood-bought kids. And I know that people say, well we're, we're in for bad times. Listen, I believe Jesus is coming back very soon. I believe that he's on his way back. It's even at the doors, just as the Bible said, I believe that that trumpet's going to sound and that we're going to go to heaven with him. I do. I believe that's very soon. How many grooms, because we are the bride of Christ, how many grooms do you know that would, would beat up their, their bride to be the night before the wedding? because that's what that's the equivalent of what people are saying that God is about to just beat his beat and bloody his bride before he has the wedding with her that doesn't even make sense judgment's not going to fall on the kids on God's children God is not wishing the worst for his children we are the bride of Christ and he wants to bless us he wants us to be in in tip-top shape for the wedding of the bride and the groom. So we've got to understand, listen, the voices that are speaking darkness and that everything's going to go south, everything's going to go wrong for the children of God, we are, are not partakers of this worldly system. We're not partakers. We're not participants of this worldly system. God has a way to bless you and keep you outside of what's going on in the world. Because he has the final say. Just as I spoke last week about the kingdom. He has the final say. So know that. And get these words. Get these verses. These scriptures down in your heart. Know them. So that whenever uh, a voice speaks to you. Whether it's a person. Whether it's a news story. Whether it's uh, your own inner voice. The thoughts that you're thinking. Whatever that is. Use these verses. To see if what is being spoken lines up with the Word of God. And if it doesn't, then it's not from Him. It's not from Him. I want to offer everybody a chance today who's listening to this podcast, maybe you say, I don't know the Lord, or I've been away from the Lord, I haven't uh, been walking with him the way that I should, I want to give you an opportunity today to accept him, or to rededicate your life to him, I'm just going to pray a simple prayer, and if you'll pray that prayer along with me, repeat after me, mean it in your heart, and uh, we're going to start this journey, it's really a journey with the Lord Jesus Christ, it's not a one-time prayer, it's a walk every single day with him. And uh, you've got to walk it out. You've got to trust him every day. And uh, if you begin by using these verses to trust him so you know the character of God, it's going to help you out. So I'm going to pray this prayer. Pray it with me if you'd like to receive the Lord or if you'd like to rededicate your life to him. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I'm a sinner. I have sinned. And I need your forgiveness I believe Jesus is your son, that he died on the cross and that he rose again. I ask you to wash me in the blood that he shed on Calvary. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you every day. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, I would love to hear from you. I pray that you have a a great day, a great week. Uh, Whenever you're listening to this, I know that people listen to these throughout the week, different times. And uh, so I just pray that God blesses you, that you keep your eyes and your mind fixed on Him, and that you know what God is saying and what He is not saying in these days, because there's a whole lot out there. <laughs> there's a whole lot of voices out there. So trust God going forward, trust God in the days to come. Listen, God, <laughs> nothing is over until God says it's over, nothing happens without God knowing it all crosses his desk and uh, nobody has, has done anything in secret that he doesn't know about um, so God is moving God is doing things and whatever the reason whatever God takes us through he's got a purpose for it he's got a plan for it and uh, he's going to use it for our good Romans 8:28. God works all things together for our good to them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose so don't despair in the days ahead Know the voice of God, trust the voice of God, and watch Him move in your life. I believe the best days for the church are right out ahead of us. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today. I love you, and I pray that you have a great day and a great week. I'll talk to you
0: soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebshafer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.